If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K-Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the friend zone. The search is I'm in the zone. Yeah. Well, the remaining members, yes. Why? What happened to um, water? Did he quit the dance? Now, I know you may have been had a little difficulty, you know what I mean? A little, may have been a little inaudible, because much like uh, this weekend's versus battle between Earth, Wind, and Fire <laughs> and the Isley Brothers, Steve Harvey was talking too damn much. So it was hard for you to hear what I really wanted you to hear in the clip, which was none other than... The genius known as Noah Renee Verrett, excuse me, who is a genius and was able to deduce, okay, deduce based upon her own little logic and reasoning. After looking at the name of the group on the versus battle, she said, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, what happened to water? Did they quit the band? (laughs) That's what this baby, this child, this is a child now, okay, a child. This is why in the Bible it said, out of the mouths of babes. This is, and, and not only is it funny, because she definitely chuckled after she hit her little one-two on her uh, comedic stance real quick. <laughs> However, did she lie? She knows she's funny. Did she lie? No. Did she lie? She did. <laughs> no, don't lie now. And it's just further proof that we need to remain inquisitive. We need to always think a step beyond what is required of us. We need to always think bigger and think ahead because she saw what the name of the group was. They told her earth, they told her wind, they told her fire. But in her mind, she said, well, what in the hell about the water? And asked about it, okay? And then went on to once again infer, did he quit the band? You know, so were they, they all had were together at one time based on what I learned in science class, okay? That's what she was presenting to us. So I think it just is a reminder to be ever present as a student of life, <laughs> ever inquisitive. No question is a dumb question. There are, however, stupid questions. Now, that's where I draw the line. Because there are no dumb questions, but there are some stupid ones. And with that being said, <laughs> that wasn't one of them. Noah, you're an angel and a gift from God. Your brilliance <laughs> is beyond your years. I love Welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a Musty brain, I don't, you don't, friend, you is the same. That's a new little spin I wanted to put on because I was trying to think of something different like Noah was. So anyway, <laughs> hey, wow. friend, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. Do y'all see how tan I am? Yes, I do, you baby. St- you look like you California still look like an angel. sun. 
Yeah, she's still looking like you West Coasting. Do you see me? And then I have my, I laughed because when uh, I was in LA with Jade and Crystal and Jade and I popped up at the airport with braids and we busted out laughing because we remember when Dustin was like, when black women. <laughs> you know it. Say it because you did it. When black women travel, they got to have the braids. They got to yep. have the jeweled sandals. Jeweled sandals. A maxi, maxi dress. dress. Crossbody bag. The crossbody bag. We had at least three of the four, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just got to laugh. <laughs> Arrived in style and functional. In I love style, it. style, but we had such a good time. We deserved that break. It yeah, was nice did. to get some sun and just chill. I got to see India Sean. Yes. My booby Scooby. We just basically laid on the couch and watched the Tina documentary. <laughs> but She's so dope. Shout out to India. So dope. And I was just so happy to, to spend some time because I actually hadn't seen her. I didn't realize we hadn't seen each other in like a couple of years at this mm-hmm. point. If you count, you know, the pandemic time. And then I got to see Jesse, of course. Those are always Wonderful. like the first two people that I have to see when I get to LA. But... <laughs> We but had did a blast. You, go to the studio? you know, we'll talk about that another day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but all right. <laughs> reeling it back in, how are you guys doing? <laughs> and do you have any announcements for the class? I have an announcement this week. You you have an announcement to sign takers, so you can go first. I, I do not. Please go on ahead. I just want Don't you to ask first because I'm a gentleman. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't don't start now. I ain't starting now. I've been that way. Okay. I've been a gentleman with style and grace, class, dignity. Anyway, shout out to Business Insider, who is now known as the Insider. Business Insider is one section of the Insider now. But um, they invited me to be in conversation with Carlos King. Y'all know how I feel about Carlos King. Can it be any more perfect? Shout out to super producer, television producer, executive producer, and owner of his own production company, um, Kingdom Rain Entertainment, Carlos King. Today was a special day for him. He announced his first look deal uh, with OWN Network. Oh, shoot. Um, really, really huge Damn. partnership for him. And they also dropped... A Q&A interview um, of him and I in conversation uh, presented by Business Insider. So dope. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, It felt really good to write that, um, write those those questions, excuse me, um, and just kind of pick Carlos's brain, ask him about his uh, experiences as a television producer, a little bit about his history um, coming from Detroit. Him and I have that in common. We're both from Michigan, both Midwestern black gay boys, you know what I'm saying, who work in entertainment so meeting him in that space in this incarnation of ourselves was 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 come on incarnation of ourselves you know what i'm saying it was really a good (laughs) feeling and um we got the interview got a little juicy towards the end so for those of you who had questions regarding um i'll just say those of you who are familiar with his work and knew um the scuttlebutt surrounding his involvement in what took place at the season nine reunion of real housewives of atlanta I asked him about it, and he gave an answer, a direct answer. So you can look forward to that. But shout out to um, everybody at the Insider and everybody at OWN Network, um, specifically Joy Marie at Insider and Silver. Hey, Joy Marie. Thank you so much. And that's it. Yay. Fran, any announcements? Well, yes, I wanted to thank you guys first for the support with the Penguin Random House campaign that I posted on Instagram. You guys always are so lit. Yes, um, read to sleep, baby. <laughs> read to sleep, super cute. And shout out to Justin Lamar because he really killed that. 
that picture. I really, I think it's one of my favorite campaign pictures I've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. And then I wanted to also sh- thank BET. They had, they highlighted me as part of their phenomenally her series where Come they on. asked, yeah, isn't that so sweet? And which I just love that. I was like, okay. And they asked me questions about code switching to land deals, whether I do that or not, which I don't. Um, I was like, I hire people to do that. I don't code switch. (laughs) Um, Just asking about my career, what my future plans are, and what advice do I have for those that are starting out? So the clip that I posted on my Instagram today was where I answered what advice I have for those starting out. So thank you to BET for the highlight. It was for Women's History Month. So I'm a little late in posting it, but that's okay. That's it's okay. always Women's History Month. That's you know, okay because we're always out here working. So just wanted to to let you guys know that that's available on my Instagram. And if you want to watch the rest of the conversation, it's on the phenomenally her hashtag, or you can just go to the BET Instagram. And just wanted to thank everybody in advance for all the love. And we have a collective announcement that we have been waiting is a months in the making because it's been a lot of work a lot of work a lot of work but we are so excited to let you guys know that we will be on patreon come on patreon baby <laughs> So if you go to patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast, you can't mm-hmm. miss it. You will see that we have four spinoff shows that are available right now as you are listening because it's already live. Anybody want to jump in and talk a little bit about what the shows are? I definitely am down to jump in and do just that. Um, <laughs> y'all know I love having a good time. You know I'm here to make you laugh um, in addition to other shit, but that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so on Patreon, I have a really exciting new show called Warning Signs, right? And it is simply a fun comedic take on the weekly zodiac um astrological signs and their predictions for that week and then i apply i apply that excuse me to some pop culture reference um and you'll get it once you watch the show it is very fun and funny and it's only going to get better so that's what's going on in there with me that's right and also adding to the patreon which is just an extension of ourselves on this show i have my show which is eta it's everything asante where i'm talking everything from entertainment to tech and initially i said art but it's mostly going to be anime so you know and i'm still going to talk music but i'm just giving you a little bit more of asante opening up more there creating my space there and then of course you know we're going to get some more fran fran tell the people more about what you're giving them so I have a spinoff show called The Woo, so appropriately <laughs> titled, where I will be talking to my favorite practitioners, my favorite thought leaders in the wellness industry, and most importantly, my bomb-ass friends who are doing amazing things. I'll dig a little bit deeper into their thought process with their work, and you guys ask us a lot of questions about finances and business models i'll make sure to dig into that as well especially with a lot of our black women peers how they're uh, paving the way and busting ceilings so it's an interview based series which i've always wanted to do and mm-hmm. i think this is a really cool way to kick that off and it's gonna be phenomenal when you go to patreon today 
because I trust hey. that you will, you will see that my first interview is with Shameless Maya. Yeah. Who we love. And it's about it's about an hour and a half. So it mm -hmm. is juicy. It's good. We talk about her international move, her marriage her baby that's on the way mm -hmm. she had actually just announced it that day so i was so happy we could actually talk about <laughs> shameless it shameless mama shameless yeah. mama so <laughs> so i'm really excited and you know we're best friends so it's it was less interview and more just like what our phone call a phone call between us would be which is like what i kind of want the show to feel like yes. i don't want it to feel like i'm just like shooting questions i want it to feel like we're sitting in my living room just having a good time so that's the woo and then collectively we have a show called the binge where the binge. it's kind of an extension of tv land where each one of us will pick a show a documentary a movie whatever we want and we'll narrate it and and recap it right now we have dustin <laughs> doing the bernard by the bernards on netflix what else are we gonna do it's a whole show on netflix about a black family funeral <laughs> home in memphis fucking tennessee you think we're not gonna review it on the binge we are <laughs> So look forward to more of that, okay? And it's Dustin our opportunity to highlight what's funny to us. Yeah, and yeah. Dustin's damn right. spearheading that one, so you know it's jokes. So funny. And, of course, Very. the best part of all of these shows is that the first tier that we have available will show you all the audio, and then the second tier, which is the premium tier, will show you all of the video. You guys have been asking us for years now. Please right. show us, you know, how you guys look. Dustin's name changes on Zoom. All the funny moments. <laughs> you want to see it? We got it for you. <laughs> and not only do we have video of these spinoff shows, but we'll also have video clips every week of whatever the funniest moment of the Friend Zone Weekly show was we'll capture that we're gonna start recording the show as a whole so that we can just capture whatever was the funny moment of the week and we'll have that available for for you too in the friend zone premium yeah so you can be a part of all the fun special things that you normally just get to hear you're now getting a more full sensory experience of the friend zone exactly. and we're so excited to bring that to you guys so it's launching About today by the time. time you hear this show yes <laughs> you'll be able to go straight directly over to patreon.com Search the friend zone. You'll find us. We'll come right up and you can join our Patreon today. Thank you guys so much. We're so excited to be able so to do excited. this show Yes. Yes, right? we are. Something fun for everyone. And it's just new, fresh ideas. Uh, it's What are we hitting? Six years? We got to put some new, fresh blood into the show. And this is how we continue to grow and expand every year. So thank you in advance to those of you who are going to sign up. Oh, actually, we forgot one more thing. What we forgot. We're also doing a monthly live stream. Ah, How can see? we forget so much that? Because there's so much we give into the people. We just, you, you know, know. lost in the shuffle sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yes, if you sign up for the Friend Zone Premium, where the videos will live, you will also get a monthly live show with us where we'll do a Q&A with our audience. That's going to be really exciting because it'll kind of be a replacement for the tour that we are yeah. unable to do until we figure mm -hmm. out when we are able to do that again. So. That's going to be fun for us, too, because that, that's a cool way for us to get to hang with you guys every month. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. I'm like, yeah, so much stuff, but I think that's it. So Friend Zone on Patreon. That's Patreon, and you spell that P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com 
forward slash the friend zone podcast. Go there now and you will find our shows waiting on you. We yes. can't wait to see you. <laughs> and with that being, <laughs> with all that being said. All of that. Ah, all of that. <laughs> I feel like I need to jump up and down. I have <laughs> the Black Business of the Week. And this is actually thanks to Crystal who put me on. So <laughs> there's these two siblings, you guys. They're so cute. Zach and Zoe and the Sweet Bee Farm. It's two. Okay. They're so cute. So... Crystal had this honey with like ginger and one with lavender. I'm like, where are you getting this from? So she puts me onto the website and it's zachandzoe.co. That's Z-A-C-H-A-N-D-Z-O-E dot C-O. And I was reading, they said that Zach was suffering from severe allergies. The parents tried raw honey and he started feeling so much better over time. So much so that it inspired them to start their own bee farm. That's how impacted he was by this. And mm. if you go on the website, mind <laughs> you, this is a company by two little kids. So that is already incredible. You'll find lavender honey, ginger root honey. They even sell honey Ooh. combs. You can actually get a piece, which is <laughs> wow. fucking lit. <laughs> I've always wanted to eat a honeycomb. Right? Just I just right. wonder if it was like what it's like in cartoons. Just gnaw I've on it. i to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> bee pollen. I mean, you name it. They have all these different flavors. And obviously, if you just want straight honey, they have that too. But Zach and Zoe are the absolute cutest. And I am so here for little kid farmers. So Zach and Zoe Sweet Bee Farm. That's ZachandZoe.co. And that is the Black Business of the Week. Fran, I got a question about the Black Business, though. Because you said that the parents, they started it because the little boy, Zach, with mm-hmm. ch right yeah you said that that he was having really bad allergies right and so that's why they gave him the mm-hmm. raw honey and then they were so he, it was such a relief for him that they started their own bee farm because they was tired of that little nigga sneezing that's what that was they was tired of <laughs> no, be, no at night at <laughs> no. nighttime all they heard was ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> i really <laughs> sat here thinking <laughs> rubbing his eyes they were sick of seeing them red ass eyes i'm talking about things that i know because i go through y'all know Remember, I had to stop the histamines when we was in San Francisco. <laughs> I told y'all, I suffered from this. And so I know what his parents, they were sick of staying up on. They were sick of that nighttime sniffling, sneezing as Zachary in the room. <laughs> That's what they were tired of. Yo, and turned their pain into profit. I love all it. jokes aside, though, now that you mentioned San Francisco when you got so sick and you I was so that? sick, I really feel like we had early COVID. <laughs> I swear to God, I was talking about that with XD. Because I'm not someone that catches colds or has, like, you know, sneezing, none of that. Very rare. Like, I haven't gotten colds since I was a lot younger. And for me to have gotten that fucking sick. I guarantee you that's what it was now that I think about it because we were in San Francisco. <laughs> what are they famous for? Rice Arona. <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> the San Francisco treat. That's what we got, goddamn it. We got rice arona while we was in San Francisco, goddamn it. Remember how we was rubbing our I mean sick as a dog. Remember we were in the hotel room just yes. ordering food? Yes. <laughs> I think we mm. were in, in Crystal's room just ordering food. Everybody was sick as a dog. Well, I had still went out, but you right though. <laughs> I, I took I, t- I took me a, 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 a Motrin and shut my ass up and went on and went out. But I was still sick, and you're right. But that's what we got. Oh, we got Rona. <laughs> I can't believe it. But anyway, I was just wondering that with XD. I was like, you think we got Rona? <laughs> early? Early one? As, early as Zachary. 
<laughs> but that's it. <laughs> so I forgot how this show goes. I'm like, what's last next, y'all? Week. <laughs> last week. So on last week's episode <laughs> titled Seven Fingers on One Hand. Thank you, Dustin oh, Ross. <laughs> Dustin shared a clip. From Love and Marriage Huntsville to discuss the larger conversation of homophobia in the black community. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to Liv in the emails. And as always, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com because some of of you email us and then I just forget. Maybe I should shout out the email for those of you that don't remember. Anyway, uh, this one goes out to you, Liv. Uh, The subject here is checking homophobia while they're young. Hey, y'all, I think the topic was amazing this week and a necessary conversation. I agree that homophobia is so outdated. As an educator and counselor in schools, I believe it is so important that these conversations start as soon as possible. I work in middle and high schools and have always made it a point to hang the LGBTQ pride flag in my classroom. Teaching in the hood, many students have already had homophobia ingrained in their minds, so it provided an opportunity for us to discuss homophobia and check that shit while they're young with empathy it is so important and my students who identified lgbtq would always thank me for hanging their flag because they wouldn't see it anywhere else or feel accepted anywhere else kids with trash and tolerant mindsets learn from learn from trash adults in their lives become the trash adults we have have to fight against for equality appreciate y'all in service live so i just wanted to shout live out that was really dope um just coming from somebody out there still working with the kids and the, the students, you know, because it sucks that we are having to talk about such an outdated conversation. But as she said, it is an important one. And as Dustin brought it up, it was a great conversation last week. Very so good. we hit all those points. So, friend, how about you? What did you find out there in them streets? So on SoundCloud, Tamara or Tamara, I want to make sure I say it right. Tamara, Tamara Brown. Tamara. Tamara, Tamara said tomato, thank you. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> thank you. He's pipe, crack, pipe. <laughs> <laughs> same thing i just knew it's gonna go one step too far please correct Thanks for playing, me friend. <laughs> thank you for bringing such an important conversation growing up in the south and in church i am still unlearning a lot of harmful rhetoric as an adult i love wow. the self-reflection because that's yes. the only way that we, we can make shit change exactly admitting where you can make some changes too so Dustin, what'd you find in the Twitter streets? What's up, everybody? I, I wanted to highlight a lot of tweets, but I know we've kind of... Because it was so many, right? I had so one, many. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thank everybody for, for engaging with us on last week's show. That was a very sensitive issue for us. It was personal and very real. And I'm sure, you know, something, some area of your life is touched by that conversation. So in other words, now. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, I have a tweet from... At underscore Mateo Montana underscore, which their Mateo name is. Montana, Mateo uh-huh. Montana. That's a name. In the bleak midwinter, dot, 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 is their name on Twitter. So I'm not really sure, but <laughs> you seem deep. So, but, but their tweet was hilarious. <laughs> they quoted a tweet from Ron the Creator, Forever Ascending, who said, what type of music are kids conceived to now with four question marks? Because, huh. you know. Once that verses came on with the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire, everybody became that one person. This ain't the. This is real music. I don't know what they making nowadays. This is the real thing. I don't know why we can't like everything. 
and we came like the old shit and the new shit. But you know, everybody was on that type of time. So this is how you properly troll a question like that, right? So this person says, what type of music are kids conceived to now? And here's what Mateo Montana offered up. Wow. How crazy that we know what that is off of a fucking three second sound. Straight up. Exactly. And we know what kind of sounds come after that sound. So I just thought that was hilarious. They're like, so that's what I are you still watching? Right. Yeah, but not that. Not Netflix. Okay. Net sticks. Net tits. <laughs> Net clips. Everybody's involved. Oh Everybody. This is very inclusive. It's inclusive. He's still going. <laughs> the fact that I was like, net dicks. I'm like, okay. Just, hey, everybody's here. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> love, love wins. Okay. <laughs> oh, God forgive us. <laughs> and for the Tiger King crew, net hicks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and for those of you who only last three minutes, Nick Quicks. <laughs> okay. I see oh, we got our Patreon clip. <laughs> Woo! Lord have mercy. <laughs> Look oh, at Asante. You don't even know what to do. I just already know what, what's going to happen. What so kind I'm just, of episode we about to I'm, have? I'm arming myself. Okay. <laughs> So this week's episode is an Asante takeover. We are going yeah. in cold. We have no idea what's happening. So if you want to take it away and let us know where we're headed. Well, well, well. Once again, it is my turn. And so because it is my turn, we get to do whatever I want to do. <laughs> so do you know what I want to do, friend? Talk about tech. Do you know what I want to do, Dustin? Yes, because I watched the video. Now, I wasn't supposed to say that. I'm sorry. I messed your thing up. No, 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 no. It's fine. Not I messed your thing up. Look, both, both answers were correct. Because I, today, I want to get high. Oh. Oh. Yeah, well, today we're, we're getting high You see today. Dustin's face? He looked at you like, well. Yeah, no, he's... No. <laughs> that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> but... Maybe not in the way. Oh, your you tray think. is so cute. Let me see. Oh, thank you. Yeah, let me see that. Thank you. Yeah, thank that's you. nice. A little frost. Oh, yeah. That's I like that cute. one. I like that one. The frosting. <laughs> I wish I cool. could show you mine, but it's in the room with jewelry on it. <laughs> 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 I use it to hold my necklaces. Look, Listen, see, 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 it's an adornment. Okay. Okay. I was about to say, got them gold blunts, huh? Okay. <laughs> they go wrapping paper. Low-key uh, friend, you need a weed strain. I'm so sorry, but you do need a weed strain <laughs> named after you. I, I, it would sell. I could see that. Smoking Honestly. That well, now that New York is legalized. Brr, 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 brr. Yeah. Well, we kind of did business. we have an announcement? That's the announcement, <laughs> goddammit, right announcement. there. Yes, absolutely, friend. I am not leaving. I'm so sorry yeah, that you guys are here. How this. are y'all feeling about that? Are y'all hyped as fuck? Yeah, I mean it. It's in a. I mean, the part of me don't give a shit, but the other part of me is like, it's fine because I was doing it anyway. But now it's literally fine, so it's like fine. Look at Dustin looking up to the ceiling, waking up in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been fighting for so long, fighting. 
for years struggling in the trenches just to be seen and understood. And so this right here ain't no more enjoying the sidewalk. We enjoying the city because in Hell New York, yeah. baby, we can smoke. So that's what Dude, I'm Dude, the next morning, we li- I literally saw a girl walking down the street just smoking. <laughs> smoking. I don't know why that was so funny because it was like 8 in the morning. <laughs> she ain't give a damn. Hell yes. Hell she yes. was crossing the street, flipping her braids. I was like, this is so fucking funny. It's awesome, As soon as I though. read the announcement, I heard, I'm coming out by Diana Ross in my head. Like, as soon as I read the announcement, I heard, I'm I just heard it in my head. Low-key, I did want to do an episode about this, but I ain't know how comfortable it was going to go. But since we doing it, we might just finna do it. It's I mean, hey, right? It ain't nothing Well, wrong. okay, so, well, then, I always got some weed questions now. So <laughs> when did you start, like, when When was the first time, that? not even that you smoked, but, like, maybe the first time you might have interacted, like, thought about it? Because for me, I don't even remember, and this is just for me, because I know that there are people that are, and you don't even got to incriminate yourself until you've been doing it since for a long, just however long you've been aware <laughs> I was not even because I wasn't even aware of it in school like it happened I guess and like I guess people talked about and they did it and I guess I I was just too all over the goddamn place so I was never settled enough to just be caught anywhere so it wasn't even in my thought space because even talking to my mom in adulthood about it like in adulthood I was like Oh, girl, I didn't even realize that's what you was doing. Like, it didn't even hit me any time in, like, middle or high school. Like, <laughs> she in here getting lit. Like, wait, I found wait, out, wait, like, wait, way wait. later. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Your mom was smoking and you didn't realize? I had no idea. How did I, she pull that off? First of all. That's I, amazing. Mama's going to know. I found the memorabilia and everything at one point, and I had no idea what it And me and her talked about this, so I could put the business out there. So I don't want nobody out there that's like, oh, this nigga talking to them. Me and her talked about this because Loki, I was like, girl, we should talk about this. And she was like, uh, I mean, we don't got to talk about nothing, but you know, just so you know. So uh, it was crazy that when I was younger, I remember finding like the little papers and the roller and stuff. I didn't know what, what the hell it was. There wasn't, but she wasn't keeping the flower with it or she kept it separate or something because I didn't, I never caught the the flower or the smell let alone a sense of like oh this girl got all i caught was the incense at most and the incense (laughs) didn't smell like none of the the weeds that i've experienced so i'm just like damn girl how was you doing it (laughs) like to this day i am like floored honestly i found that so cool like i had a friend i won't put her her business out there but i had a friend whose parents both smoked as well as her older brother and I would come into the crib and it was just like a a music video, just haze. I'd be like, wow, that's so crazy. Like it used to blow my mind. Like, yo, your family's in here getting lit up. And she would just come. We'd go to the room and do our homework. Obviously, you'd catch secondhand smoke because it's like the whole house is lit. (laughs) And then I used to get shook because I'm like, man, I hope my mom don't smell it on me and think that I'm smoking because we were really young. We were only like... Uh, we had to be 12. So, you know, I didn't want mom. Yeah, I didn't want my mom looking at me crazy. Uh, But I always thought that was cool, to be honest. I thought it was cool that her parents didn't, that they were just doing it. Like, it's just, this is our lifestyle and and it is what it is. And and the cool thing is my friend and her siblings outside of her older brother, they didn't care to smoke. Like, it, it didn't influence them in any way. Like, two of her younger siblings don't smoke at all. To this day, they're all in their mid-20s. And my friend 
started smoking a little bit in college and then she kind of just was like it's not for me so i think that's cool too because that says a lot like you're not gonna do it just because it's in front of you absolutely now my you know life for me ain't been no crystal staircase <laughs> okay my parents are very 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 straight laced okay? right right conservative christians you know what i'm saying who they don't play that shit <clears throat> And growing up, so like my parents don't smoke cigarettes. They never smoked weed in our house or anything like that. We had um, other people like family members who smoked on the low, but nobody really did that shit. My parents didn't party like, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't their right. vibe. Yeah. So, of course, I came out a natural born fucking party <laughs> animal. Like, I've always been about a good time since I was a kid. Discovery Zone, Chuck E. Cheese, you name it. Like, Ooh, I, I love Discovery Zone. I'm going DZ for Discovery Zone. So, Hell but I've, yeah. always liked, I've always been fun loving. However, I was always afraid to smoke weed because I did not know how my body was going to react. Same. And I was already going to parties, sneaking and doing stuff as I got older, you know what I'm saying? Sneaking and going different places where I already wasn't supposed to be according to the house rules, you know what I'm saying? Right. So being out of my mind, it just wasn't an option because I had to make it home and not get in trouble. But baby, <laughs> life went on. I grew into the fullness of myself. I moved to New York and I didn't smoke my first blunt joint any of that until i was in my 30s whoa well, that's so dope i was well into my 30s well not well because now i'm like well into my 30s <laughs> but this is like, we damn near out of it <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying i was i was about 33 and the third you know what i'm saying somewhere in there and I, I i smoked my sister had given birth to the first um of she was the first out of my siblings to give birth and my brother and I were going to Houston at the time to see the baby. Aww. And my brother was like, we got to smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, da -da 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 -da. <laughs> and I, by that point, I had already been hanging around other people. I'm not going to put nobody else that's on this show, <laughs> hosting this show with me. I'm not going to put them out there. I had been hanging around, you know, a lot of other people who, you know, <laughs> have partaken in marijuana. And it just was not something that had the stigma attached to it that it had previously anymore for me it was no longer a seedy you know drug that was the door to you know your life going down the tubes and then i watched motherfuckers smoke weed and do better i, I watched people Real. who you know who were you know professionals okay i'll just put it like that in whatever area that they that they uh worked in but they were literally bona fide professionals doctors attorneys surgeons all kind of shit people who smoked marijuana and enjoyed it I, I became aware of the different ways to consume marijuana you didn't always have to smoke it it was right. something that you could eat you know what i'm saying it was it was just teas teas so many yes. so many other things and then <clears throat> when i finally made the decision to try pot I cussed everybody out because I'm like, you motherfuckers ain't explain this to me right. You nobody say, all right, Dustin, so I got something that is going to make you taste notes in food you've never tasted before. Real. You're going to hear instruments and songs that you never paid attention to before. Yes. Walking through the street, you're going to hear sounds in the city that you never paid attention and feel rhythm. Yes. You're going to go into parties and you're going to feel the bass and the music in your taint. <laughs> nobody told me that you know what i'm saying anybody and tell even, me that and intimacy how different intimacy gets heightened well, i was gonna mm, wait mm. to the conversation <laughs> segwayed but let me tell you something baby it ain't nothing like ooh, i just got oh my lord so wait, all wait. i'm gonna say is that's a key it's a key component to a lot of good grown times going on that's Amen. all i'll say because baby it's a stimulant 
It is a stimulant. <laughs> in high school, I had a job and, oh, well, I had several jobs rather. But one of the last jobs I had in high school and I think I graduated with, I was working at a fucking call center. And there was a dude that I was working at the call center with. And he was like, you ain't never got high. And it was like the summer after I graduated, he was like, oh, we got to smoke. We got to smoke. And we like hot boxed for the first time. Ooh, and damn. It was so cool. Like, first of all, I didn't feel like I was high. I was like, I don't really think I'm high. But just like the hot boxing was so cool for to me. I was like, damn, like the music is lit in here. Because, you know, when the system is booming and then like the smoke was going, I was like, I see why people smoke. Like just for this right here, hot boxing. And to this to this day, one of my favorite things to do, and I know it's so ignorant, is to hot box. Shout out to Claude. When we was hot boxing in London, because all I know is when we was on the hunt, baby. And so it ain't nothing like being somewhere and you can't Come on, find hot boxing nothing. in London. What a life! Oh my god, oh my god, it's stuff like that that like really like it's one thing to like have tapped into like weed culture, but like international weeding is like a whole nother thing. I don't even want to go into that. I let can't me, do let it me, right Let now. me tell you, let me tell you how this, they call it a gateway drug. It's not a gateway. It's a gatekeeper drug. Weed brings people together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, and it is far more cannabis consumption is far more sophisticated than most people know. Mm. It is not something that is reserved for, you know, gutter, butt trash and gutter <laughs> snipes and you know what I'm saying? And, and, and bad <laughs> baby snipe. and all of them. It ain't, it ain't just for people like that. It is something that is that you can educate yourself about. Right. There are so mm-hmm. many different um, strains and different things t- to know how to really optimize your usage of mar- marijuana or cannabis. Right. Plus, it's fun. You can be anywhere. This is pre-corona now. Disclaimer, this is pre-rona because things in the game didn't change now. Right. But mm-hmm. you could have been out amongst. I have been. One time I went on a date with this model to a Heim concert. Right? Oh Lord! <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are. So, um, literally, I was me and the model were the only people of color who were on the floor. We were three rows from the floor at um, Radio City Music Hall. Of course, figured out a way to make it happen, and ended up. It was like a pass it moment type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm. <laughs> Great time. Another At Radio time. City, that's wild. I've I've done it. I'm not gonna I incriminate myself, that. but just know <laughs> Look, that I have I have I have that is magic. Policemen. You name it. Like I have I have I have I have enjoyed this with several <laughs> different types of people. I'll just put it yes. to you like that. And I remember one other time. Myself and two of my really close friends. I'm gonna try to say tell these stories without naming names because I don't know who wants their business told. <laughs> but two very close people to me, one of whom, if you listen to this show, I guarantee you know who the other who one of the other one is. And you might know who the other one is too. But anyway, this is a couple years ago. We were at a club in New York City, and I'm telling you, it was like nothing you had ever seen. The the club you went in, it's in Midtown. I can't even remember the name of it, but friend, you know it, and Asante, you do too, because the roof opens all the way up, and it's not Copacabana. It's the mm. one that's like wooden on the inside, and you can go up like levels. You know what I'm talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. We up there. I had on the the. It was right when like summer was turning to fall, so it was still warm outside, but still kind of chilly. Just chilly enough at night where that air would feel good. I had on a brand new like red. It was like a remember that red like velour Nike sweatsuit I had. Mm-hmm. You remember with the hood? I had just got it. It was for that party. So we was wearing that shit, and the, the roof opened up, and I probably had. 
five or six blunts that I had lit and passed in rotation. <laughs> God. To like, because we had like a section, you know what I'm saying? And, and we all was vibing. And it was the first time that I had heard that song Hurting Me by Stefan Don. And I'll never forget <laughs> it. I'll ne- I will never forget that feeling of that breeze, the fucking roof opening up in this club. <laughs> and you could smoke in there. We was like, you know what I'm saying? Because we was getting so much love. I, I've, I'm going to find a video. I have a video clip on my phone from Cute. that night. And I'm going to find it in the show. And tweet it's, no it. it's just, oh my God. <laughs> See, I actually want to ask my mom because I don't know if she's ever smoked. I have no mm-hmm. idea. I know my mom uh, has never smoked cigarettes. She wasn't much of a drinker. She's more of like a social drinker, you know, so she might have beers at like a family party cookout. Yeah, yeah you know, cookout type, but not someone that would be at home like kicking it back like I would. Right. Um, <laughs> 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 like I was secretly doing it in my room. Um, but as far as weed, I started, I think the first time I was smoked was in college, my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to be what, like 18. All my friends smoked in high school, but I just didn't, I I think I was too scared of losing control. And I felt Same. like with liquor, I could control it more because you know your boundaries. But when you're smoking, you have no idea where it came from. <laughs> You have no idea if it's sativa, if it's uh, indica, if it's hybrid. Like, you just don't know. You just don't know. And the reality is most of your homies that are that have it don't even know either. It's not like they can break down the education of like what they're carrying. So I was always shook. I was like, I'll be the one that'll fucking, you know, be naked running down the street. <laughs> like, I just didn't want to play with that. To be honest, liquor was more my thing. Mm-hmm. So I was the friend that was getting plastered <laughs> in high school and college at the club. And my friends were the smokers. So I just kind of like just didn't really fuck with it. And then when I did it in college, it was cool because there was that element. <laughs> Hi, mom, of my of me not having a, <laughs> of me not having to come home because I was away at school. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like different a little bit. Like I didn't have to worry about because she smelled it like if I was high out of my mind. Um so I had like a little more freedom with trying it and it was it was okay. I honestly I just didn't I didn't really vibe with it. And to this day I have a weird relationship with it where like I'll do it, but I'm not a functional smoker. Like how Dustin was saying he knows people that can work and do this and that yeah. I'm not that. And people were like, Oh, you you need to try a different strain. It don't matter what it is. I think because I'm so laid back already as a person. <laughs> When I smoke, I literally it's like just turn. Under the covers for you. Yeah. I just turn into a couch, and it's it's not something I can do in the morning to get my day started. If I do it in the morning, I, it's because I'm going to be home for the day and not planning on leaving my bed. Friend, let me tell you something. Friend, let me tell Cardi B voice. Friend, let me tell you something. Back when I was working. The only reason I could leave the house is because I could hit the blunt. Like I'm, I would be I, like, honestly, right, I've well. always been really jealous. Like even Claude, all of my friends, all of y'all, the way that y'all can smoke in the morning and then jump on the train and be good. <laughs> <laughs> she, like that's wild to me because if I, mean, I listen, left my house, I don't know that I would know where the train is. <laughs> oh, honey, you would know exactly where it was, and you would not only would you know where it was. You would pick the right car. <laughs> you know what it you is? You would never have thought to do. Let me tell my you this. My brain though. chemistry don't work like that with weed. I'm telling it, you. It, you know, 
my last nine to five, right, which God blessed us to be able to support ourselves doing this work. And then so I don't have no nine to five. No Real. Man, you know, God bless it. But one of two, we did two things for me with that job. And forgive me if you listen to this show and I know you from there. <laughs> but number one, I I went to work every day happy because that was part of my morning routine. I would get up, do my thing, you know, take a shower, go work out, maybe whatever, go to work. By the time I got to work, I was in such a good mood that I formed real ass relationships That's and bonds so with my funny. coworkers, which is something that I have really never, I've done that before, but never to this extent with so many of them. It would just be the people with similar interests or, you know, that I worked in close proximity with. In this case, I still fuck with so many of those people. Hit it, Asante, to this day. I still <laughs> fuck day. with so many of those people. And it's because I went to work every day high. And that's on the real. Like, I, I just, it just helped me. It helped me. It really, really helped me. I'll, I'll put it to you like And that. But what about the smell on your outfit? You're, like, nothing? Well, I, sm- I naturally smell good. I smell good naturally, so it just overpowered the weed smell. I because that used because honestly, that that would blow me on the train. Even now, <clears throat> when I jump on the train and somebody would just walk past me loud as hell, I'd be like, "You smell crazy." You I know, smell but crazy. it's kind of hot, though. Friend, I, it, it, it's me. H- hello, it's me. It me. But like, how did that work at work, though? You're walking it into not a corporate matter. office. Well, oh. I wouldn't smoke right before I went into my office. I would okay. do it at home and got then shower, get got dressed, you. and go to work, which got meant my you. shower was great. You know, I was just in a place. You know, that so, makes sense. Yeah. I worked in a restaurant. So for the most part, you know, I had to wash my hands frequently anyway. So it was nothing for me to like go in the bathroom, pop a mint, and do all that. But there were times where I was smelling like the weed at work because, you know, I would meet the plug at work or something. Oh, so. my. And your bosses wouldn't say shit. Well, I was working Half at a place that was it was regularly ran. Half the time they were which high is too. why I was smoking. And <laughs> half the time they were asking me, they, they would be like, you high, ain't you? And then they would be laughing because they would want some. So, <laughs> dial- and running it all the way back really fast, when I because this was one specific job that I was working at when I really was just like, you know what? We going back to weed. Like, we're like we going to try it again. Because I, I worked at... The for, place. This, this happened in the ways, place. right? Be- because honestly, like after I, because in Atlanta, I only smoked like once or twice. It was like I, I hotboxed that once in the mm-hmm. car and it was the shit. And then like one other time I smoked and I was like, well, that was fun. But this shit drives my eyes too damn low and I have to drive. I can't focus on this right now. So like me, at, I was focusing on being a doe. I was like, you know, I'll do this when I have some legs and some bearings. Like that's what I used to tell myself. But then I got to New York. It was stressful on. as fuck. I'd been, you know, running my ass around for like two, three years. I would kick with people that just kind of casually smoked and they would be like, you should smoke with us. And I would be like, oh, okay, I guess. And they were like, like when I tell you the way Dustin was saying, I, like I smoked one time with this fucking lawyer that lived on the Upper East Side, had a mm-hmm. cool ass pad. Mind you, I'm working at Shake Shack with <laughs> the craziest motherfuckers ever. Ooh, and they tell, just... the, tell the story, Asante. <laughs> Which story? The person that you smoked with who's a rapper. I don't know if you want to say the name. Remember... Oh, oh, okay. So I was actually building up to that. I was actually, but so that's why I said it came in waves. (laughs) So like before, you know, I was smoking randomly with lawyers and shit. And I'm just like, you know what? Like this is whatever. But when it really hit now, right? (laughs) Because that's what Dustin tells me, right? I was working at this restaurant and I hadn't really smoked in a long ass time. So weed was like the last thing on my mind. But my homegirl, shout out to Anna. She know, you know where you at. Anna was like, you know, I need you to work this party. I need you to come do the door. Uh, I'm doing this birthday party 
for someone. They have the guest of honor that's coming. All I know is I'm working the door for this place. A bunch of fancy old school hip hop heads coming up in here. And then the guest of honor arrives. The guest of honor is two motherfucking chains. Like titty boys in the building right here in my face. Mind you, I'm from Atlanta. This nigga's from Atlanta. I'm in New York. He's in New York. <laughs> There's so much nothing that's hitting right now. I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, the, the stars are lining up. And then the nigga was, like, cool as fuck. Like, you know, I'm showing him around this fancy-ass suite. And he just proceeds to pull out some blunts and smoke us up and get high and, like, have a real conversation with me. Like, he, it wasn't, like, no small talk shit. I wasn't trying too hard. And he was just cool as hell. And so after that, like, after, A, after 2 chains, like, really, like, instilled some really cool shit into me because uh, Anna, she, like, really was talking me up to him because, you know, I, you know I'm working, honestly. But then 2 chains like, gave me some of his wisdom and passed me, some, uh, you know, his blunts. I'm like, you know what? Like, maybe it's in my destiny to smoke like to try it out to really like see what it would see to discover the power in the flower and baby it let me it helped me let loose it helped me let go like it's something Fran about getting up in the morning and my mind just running 10 million thoughts at a time and thinking about how I want have to go to this job that I hate and then hitting the blunt right quick and it taking that 10,000 to just one at a time. And so you can like enjoy the waves as they come. Even if you know some bullshit is coming, you can enjoy the you fact that you can handle it. <laughs> you because can you have prepared yourself before you yes. left the damn house. That's what it is. I'm it's so the jealous. greatest of feelings. I don't know what it was about two chains and that moment. And like, this is probably like, he was probably literally just trying to get through the motherfucking night, but he was cool as hell. And it's, it's something about meeting artists. Cause it was like him. And then like, I met Ryan Leslie at another point we didn't smoke, but I just say that to say like, it's something about meeting these like really cool artists that even when they pass people by, they have really like dope mentalities. And maybe I just caught them on good days. Cause somebody might be listening. might be like, I'm met them and they curse me out that's but it's just part. it's just something about whenever you get that vibe that almost like reaffirms something within you and it's like i don't know what it was that two chains he reaffirmed something in me and then also the weed felt like part of the activation but the weed really was part of the activation because, because it's a, because weed is about community that's why and it brings people <laughs> from all walks of life together i have smoked with some of some of the biggest names in the fucking business, okay? And some people who I never thought, people who, music artists who my mama and them used to listen to, I smoked with them. You know what I mean? Beyond that, it is a stimulant. It makes you, it expands your thoughts. It expands your 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 ability to be descriptive. It expands everything about your, your ideas, all of that. So it just, it just creates it takes one of my friends coined it perfectly they said it takes the just enough of the edge off of reality to make it comfortable you know mm, what i'm saying like in that. that setting and it's just been great i don't want to be um i don't know i used to feel like it was cute you know what i'm saying or hot that like i was a person who didn't smoke so like if i'm with all my friends or whatever and somebody you're like nah nah butt, nah yeah and before i could even say that though shout out to the real ones because my friends would be like ah he don't smoke you know what I'm saying? Like, don't even give that to him. And I used to think, oh, this makes me hotter. But then once I smoked, <laughs> I was able hotter. to actually connect with people. So my relationships evolved. They evolved. <laughs> See, and that's what I appreciate because my friends are supportive of 
how it comes and goes for me. Like I'll have years where I won't smoke or drink and then randomly I'll just feel called to it again and be like, you know what? I'm going to start drinking wine. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, even in LA I had gummies and tea. Like I wasn't like, I I think this just the smoking part that just like, it don't really hit for me, but the, but I can do the teas. The teas feel nice. Cause like you said, it takes the edge off and I think I can handle the teas, but the smoking just hits a little too fucking hard for my system. The gummies are Sam. cool. I did, Jade calls it the baby gummies because I it'll be like the five milligrams. <laughs> I'll be Sam. like, just one, just one. Don't Not even the stones gummies. <laughs> and I'd be cool with that, you know, and 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 that that's fine for me. And I think that's the biggest thing too is like. It's important to surround yourself if you are partaking mm-hmm. in these uh, uh, extracurricular activities to be around people that don't make you feel weird or bad or try yeah, to push you to sure. do it. Because that's, you know, that's a lot, too. And I think in high school, a lot of why I didn't do it was because my the friends I had were mad fucking pushy. Yeah, you know, you like they were me, pushy. Getting, nah. And that always felt off to me because it was like, why do you care so much? whether or not I'm drinking, smoking, or having sex when we're fucking 14 years old. Like, let me do my mm-hmm. work. Like, I was just trying to do one thing at a time. And right. it always felt a little off to me, so I didn't have, like, the best experiences with that. But in college, it was cool. Like, my roommate was cool as hell. She was from Compton. <laughs> we were just in the room bonding, you know, me being from Harlem and just yeah. talking about life, and then that's you what that... You always on that real shit with Yeah, each other. like, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, and to <laughs> me, that's what works. Like, that eased me into it, because I'm a very, like, I have to feel right. And in high yes. school, it just never felt right. In high school, always felt rushed. It felt sneaky. It felt like I had to, like you know, figure out how to just do it. Dirty and, 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 yeah. and just dirty just seedy. It felt Because you're living at home still, and if you're trying to keep it from your parents, and it just felt, like, too much for me, and I'm too... I was too anxious at that time in my life, so it just wasn't mm-hmm. going to help. But in college, mm-hmm. you chilling in the dorm. Ain't nobody tripping. <laughs> and then, you know, I like, I'm a little... I used to like being able like, to say... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> No, no, no. It's fine. All I was <laughs> no, going to say No, you was is, on a roll. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think I'm just someone who prefers drinking. Like, that. I think that's what it is. I don't know if you guys... Because you guys drink, too, but I feel like you guys prefer smoking. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do because it all. you don't. Well, because you don't get hung over. I hate with a passion the feeling of being hung over from liquor. I hate my stomach feeling full and sloshy like the liquor's just sloshing around. <laughs> yeah. when I fucking. You don't hate feel that. hung over from weed because I Hell do. No, I feel grateful, thankful, and no. When I wake up in the morning, it. I feel like my face looks ashy a little bit. It looks a little different. <laughs> but I look tired. I'm like it. T- it like takes something from me, which is another reason I don't like to do it a lot. If I have to work or be in front of people, I'd be like, I look tired. And dry. Pass it to me, but you know my eyes always <laughs> was low anyway for years. <laughs> Think about it. Before I even started smoking, people would be like, "Oh, you high? You smoke? You got True. low eyes?" True. Yep. But I didn't. I had never smoked, and I used to like being able to say. I have never done drugs. Real. Without judgment, because I don't give a fuck about pe- people getting high, you know what I'm saying? I never cast a judgment, yeah. but I was just, I was like, wow, I can actually say, you know what I mean? I've never done drugs. Well, I can't say that no more, <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the time, I could say that, and I, I think that that was somewhat of a motivator, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. keep going, why not? And I, I just you. didn't feel motivated to smoke. 
But once I did, I recognized why I liked that better than drinking. Because I used to love to drink. Um, Same. <laughs> and now it's something I just do socially. I can have liquor in the house. It'll last me for months. Same. I won't just I've, be drinking. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. definitely all in with weed. Me and drinking are still friends, just only on certain occasions. Like if I'm in New Orleans, you know, I'm definitely going to hit that. You know, at the There's club. just certain things. Yeah, there's just certain occasions that, you know, well, even at the club sometimes, I don't know. Like sometimes, because I still I like turn to turn up. <laughs> I, I st- like if if I'm out and then like if I know I got some with me, I'm still going to just be smoking because I don't need to crossfade. Like, and it's not that I don't want to, but it's like, oh, well, I'm in the club and I'm high. Oh, and I can still get high. Oh, I'm about to get high. Like, you want something in the bar? Like, mm, I'm about to go smoke. Like, that's how I'll be. But it's really because it's like a different it's a different vibe for me when I'm high. So like when I'm like in the club, it's like a specific type of vibe that I feel when I'm high in the club, like the the way that the bass hits and all that. And then yes. if I have a drink, I feel you. It, it, I don't know. The drink don't like offset it. It just don't add to it. So it's just kind of like, well, I'm going to just keep being high. Like for me, it don't. I, get for me, it. I get it. I get so, it. Yeah. Cause for me, like the drink, if it was just drinking and just partying that way, I'm definitely gonna get fucked up. But it's like, if I'm like high, a downer in a way. Yeah, so depends, but you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's why, like, sometimes if you like high and giddy, because you can be high as hell and like be like laughing your motherfucking ass off and mm. giddy as fuck, mm-hmm. and then if you have you a drink, that's gonna add to it. Right. But if you high and mellow as fucking joint shit and you have to drink to it, yeah, it might bring you down. So it's like it, it make me feel better. I ain't even gonna lie. Like I be in a I be in the zone and a vibe, and the drink don't do nothing but make me just vibe even harder. <laughs> I don't have a I have a positive relationship with drinking during the moment. Our negative wine. interactions come the next day. And wine, <laughs> wine is a heavyweight slug and champion. Wine will get you, wine will put your ass down like a tranquilizer. People underestimate wine, okay? People think it's some light, you know, nightcap shit. And Please. before you know it, <laughs> you yeah, be in your you living down. room dancing for hours. Okay. And crying wine. Now that is one one thing. That's why y'all really don't see me fucking with wine like that. I drank Mary J. Blige's Sun Goddess wine because it was oh, delicious. Of Hello. Of but other than that, y'all don't really see me ordering glasses of wine when we That's go eat true. shit. I don't even wine really fuck see me you up. drinking like that. Yeah. Wine will make me fight. It's like a heavy, like a, a heavy, it's a weighted blanket of liquors. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I can't fuck with wine like that. I'm telling you, like I'm not a wine person. One thing I do miss is wine. Like being out at a restaurant and restaurants having like that wine glass, the glassware, that's always one thing that I look at because I love like the different shapes of wine glasses. And if they real particular about their glass for the type of wine, added bonus. But you, do you know, like you stimulus? Do you like stimulus <laughs> wine glasses? Like... <laughs> no. They always look like breasts to me. No stimulus, <laughs> stimulus no. wine glasses. It's always like holding a boob. It's like... <laughs> What I'm gonna do with this now? Team? Wine is dangerous for me. That's something that I have to be cautious who I'm drinking it around mm-hmm. because you know how people with like Molly or, or ecstasy mm-hmm, they feel like mm-hmm. that's the shit that makes them huggy and kissy, and that's what it's wine. wine. I'm telling wine you, wine does that to me. I gotta be like very it. careful because if I have the slightest crush, that person is going to know that mm-hmm. day if Ooh. I'm on wine. So pink cookies in a plastic bag. <laughs> Getting crushed by buildings, okay? And I'm, t- I'm telling you straight up, wine is dangerous. People just don't understand. Like I, and don't let it be no cheap wine. Lambrusco. Oh God, no. Okay, that's some Reuni, some, some Carlos Rossi. Okay, wow. Please, of course that's her favorite. Lambrusco's Jay's favorite. 
<laughs> Lambrusco is. is the, let me tell you that reunity Lambrusco. <laughs> For everyone listening, by the way, I just want you all to know that if you are going to try, we are not telling you to try anything. But if hell you are no. going no, to try hell anything, no. just like try I was it saying, it's something that you have to want to do. And if you don't feel called, don't do it either. I so remember I took to do a with your ass. No way. I took a four year break. Remember that I just when did I break that? Like nothing, a year friend. ago. Nothing. I'm talking about nothing. <laughs> nothing. But so I understand. And getting paid. <laughs> Fran was getting Fran was rolling. Do you hear me in the door? But she wasn't That's worried about saying. that bullshit. That's why. Okay. <laughs> so if you're gonna try anything, I try it chilling. on your own time. Try yeah. it whenever you feel comfortable. Because a lot of people, and be some people don't try who's anything. Around then, too. Yes, yes, for sure. And don't tell us. No, it's true. Because a lot of what's made. <laughs> A lot of us made me feel safe too. <laughs> is my friend group is so awesome, you know, like being able to chill around y'all. I feel safe. I know it ain't gonna be no yes. bullshit, and that's very important to the the high, honestly, to not be paranoid or worried about who might take you into what room. And like take you advantage have to be of very you. cautious. Yeah, very. that's a serious, real component and element to this safety, safety and security. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not some shit that you need to just be doing when you are at risk of harm in any way. You right. need to be chilling somewhere, put up, dough locked in the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something like that, like, just away from harm. Real. Shout out to Asante, Kid Fury, <laughs> Drew, Drew Shade. Drew! Uh, who else? Jade. Let me think, who else? These people were instrumental <laughs> in my growth. Let me think, let me think. KJ, it's so many people I can name. You know, not hell. instrumental. Shout, shout out to Carl, ass. my ex. You know what I'm saying? So it's a no, lot of people. Yeah, you know <laughs> it's a lot of people with this show. I had good memories. You know what I'm saying? With where I wanna with. Shout out to Carl. No, you know what I'm saying? Because we used to smoke. I have so we used to have the best laughs. Remember in London. You know in oh, London. Yup, yup, yup. We had a good time us. in London. Yup. That was a good time. So just good memories. I'm telling y'all, like, weed has really enhanced my life. And I don't give a damn what anyone thinks about it because I'm responsible and legal now with it. Yeah. So it just is what it is. And be make sure you take the time to educate yourself on the different strains, the different types of weed that you can smoke, how it's going to make your body feel so that you can cater or curate, excuse me, like an experience that works for you. You don't, this is supposed to be fun and make you feel good. This is not supposed to make you feel bad in any way. Exactly. And if it does, it is not for you. So like with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's why I'm glad that in a way I can be that opposite perspective because I don't want people to feel like, damn, you know, I yeah. want to smoke, but I don't feel good. It's like, just don't do it. Then there's, don't smoke. And there's yeah. other shit you can do. Like and you won't so miss much out on shit. nothing at all. Things, no. The jokes will be just as funny. <laughs> don't even worry about it. And if you don't want to smoke and someone pass you the blunt, just be like, nah, I'm good. And if your friend know that you don't smoke, just be like, now nah, you know I don't smoke. Yeah. Just keep remind them. It's just fine. now you got the ultimate cop out and crutch. Corona. You can always just blame right. it on COVID. Like, oh, no, that's COVID. I ain't sharing no motherfucking J or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you can get out of it. You ain't even got to do it without no shame and embarrassment. <laughs> I remember Crystal saying she feels like she's uh, gotten less colds ever since she stopped sharing blunts with people. <laughs> she been stopped sharing blunts. Because she realized that shit. Uh, she was like, oh, hell no. Y'all out here getting me sick. 
She's dirty mouth. And Crystal will roll you a joint too. She, she will sure roll will. a joint for you and pass it to you because it ain't personal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, one thing man. I just have to just because I, I miss when the world was open. One of the last times <laughs> that I got high in like a public space, it don't fucking matter. They can't retrofit me with no ticket. Um, <laughs> actually, there was an Anderson Pack concert I went to. Fran, I went to one with Fran at MSG. But yep, he was we back had a blast. At somewhere in Brooklyn. And this motherfucker, when I tell you, I went to this concert and I had like five blunts on me. Yes, and, Lord. And there were like two black people that I was smoking with. First of all, we was each matching. Like like the, the girl, I looked over to my left and she was like, I got another one. I was like, I just pulled mine out. And then her homeboy was like, I just rolled one in the bathroom. So it was like, it wasn't even just like I, I was giving out months. I don't know if he washed his hands. It was, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Well, I'm just playing. Because I what was thing was, that motherfucker. <laughs> what, what the thing was, he had that West Coast grade. Like he had that real just good. Just go like, and say he was fine, Asante. <laughs> and that's why you hit the blood. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. I would would have remembered. You know, that would have been a point. (laughs) But it was just a great time at the Anderson Pack concert. India, I love you so much. Thank you for inviting me to that time. And those two people in the crowd I smoke with, that was amazing. Like, keep being y'all. Like, just those (laughs) times. I just miss times like that. What about when we cussed that motherfucker out in Charlotte? Oh my god! That's a golden story. That's a golden tale. We told his ass. We sent him. We sent him packing. I tell you, like down the hill. We sent his ass right down the hill with that bullshit. Okay, because we had to and live to tell about it. Because I was worried for a minute the way he was walking up to me, but I was like, if I'm gonna go out, this the way I'm gonna go. Then fuck it, I'm gonna go out a hero. I'm gonna be a hero. And you definitely were a hero. I'm going out in battle. That's it, man. Cause that shit, the tag and the team—that was a good ass. Tore his ass, a good ass day rather. Oh, shout out to Michelle. Oh, Michelle, love you, Michelle. Especially because we were just talking about wine. Michelle is our tour manager, you guys. She was a huge part of our success on the road. Yes, hell yeah. Uh, Miss being on the road. Miss getting high before the shows. Watching Lifetime on the couch. (laughs) Yes. Y'all Meanwhile, where we movies. be at? Where we at, uh, friend? While y'all watching Lifetime movies, on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yep, in the streets. Period. Every city we went in, we be like, "Fuck it, I'm going out after you going out." <laughs> Me and Michelle Most, be like, "Bye, y'all." Y'all call time. Michelle be, be like, "Call time is eight o'clock. See you in the lobby at eight. Like, Loki, right. it wasn't nothing like hitting them cities like when we touched down like LA and be like alright well where, where the dispensary that's where dispensary. we going everybody like, know it's a madman right well if you don't know now you know it's a madman right by LAX <laughs> but it's always packed because it's right by LAX and people go there immediately afterwards so I prefer to go downtown <laughs> that's downtown. my location you go to Target for your white tees and then mm-hmm, the dispensary mm-hmm. that was white always tees, our, our schedule candles we need white tees we need candles osium spray and who's not going to find something you need in Target, whether it be, you know, face wash, whatever you need for the trip. You know All the I mean? essentials in the Target, yes. Ooh, ooh. Well, yeah, so. I'm so glappy. Uh, so glappy. I'm so glad and happy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm glappy. One uh, final tap- memory, Asante, before you get too far into oh, your yeah, outro. Because I see what on. you're doing, but I want come one on, memory on, on the record. <laughs> like, Dr. Emily, come on, but I got you. Come Do on. Do you remember when we went to that dinner 
that um, Chef for Hire. What was it called? Chef for Hire? Yes. Shout out to Chef for Hire. Yes. That dinner in Brooklyn, when I tell you. Now, those meals be good. It was a 420. That's the next level right there. Everything was infused. Taco. Uh, Remember, we talked to High Times High Times was there. Oh, my God. That was amazing. My First and foremost, if... Anybody out there <laughs> got some shit like that? Because high times, like I'm I want to go, high I want to go magazine. to one of those bowls. The and cannabis I, cup, let's go! Like hell yeah! Like and it's probably coming up again this year. I'm looking at the calendar, like fuck. And I'm, I'm, I'm fully again. vaccinated. High but times. like I have to go to one of those. At least I have to go to literally at least five of those before I die because yes. it's just something about. All of that. Okay, it, one last memory, and then for real, we're going to have to stay up. <laughs> we are never ending this album. Afropunk. What about Afropunk? Oh. Now, I, I have smoked some of the greatest marijuana at Afropunk, and I don't know because it's been the same shit I get all the time, but for some reason in that park, in Commodore Berry Park in Brooklyn, New York, walking from stage to stage, seeing live act after live act, showing love to everybody in the crowd, seeing people who listen to the show and being able to engage with them and say thank you to them, running into my friends, moving further and further into my career and having more access at those events, getting into the VIP and and networking with other um, industry peers at those events. Tatiana King and I had yes. one of the best laughs I have ever had in life. And that's all I have to say because she's going to remember exactly what I'm talking about. I can only But Afropunk. Wait, there was one, hold mm-hmm. on. Because you just reminded me that somebody <laughs> brought drinks. It was like cannabis drinks. Do y'all and Afropunk. And that shit had everybody on a thousand. That was the year we had the um the the tent. The tent. We had the tent. Yeah. Oh no, that was well, that was too the same year they were hanging those. Oh, you remember that? That yeah. was insane. I think I I saw so many colors that day. I remember I who it was too. I ain't gonna say the name, but I remember who brought them <laughs> I know too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know who it was. But I ain't you? gonna say who. <laughs> but I remember. Okay? They fucked us up. I was like, nah, that's too much. What did he tell you? That's the kind of high where you're like, I don't want to be high no more. <laughs> A great day. It was a beautiful oh, yes. day like you too. So just know that cannabis can be something that if you consume it responsibly and safely, you can really make some long lasting memories <laughs> and just enhance your life. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Be, be smart. As long as it's something you wanna do. Yeah. If you're not interested in that, it ain't for you. Just like anything you ain't interested in. So you know I'm a firm believer in saying no and then looking like this. <laughs> okay, so I, I love that. So you know. Don't do drugs, but if you want to do marijuana, you're going to have an amazing time. <laughs> Dustin, were you there when I had that edible cookie? And, and we Edibles are dangerous. At, and we was at Cold Stone. I think we was at, we were, first of all, we was on 9th Street, or 9th Avenue. I don't know why we was over there, but all I had was that edible cookie that, well, I don't know, she want her business put out there, but somebody used to send mm-hmm. edible cookies from the West Coast, and a lot of us used uh-huh. to get them. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. Shout out to all you. All I know is, I had a shout out to she you. She always selling good stuff. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> 
all I know is I had one of them cookies and I could not sing. I kept trying to sing City High and all, I could I not like get I was past. There, but I don't remember if I was there, which must mean that I was there. I had to. I could not get past like the boys and girls want to hear a true story. Like I, I continuously like busted out laughing. Because what about when Edwin we caught that motherfucker me? walking down the street that day when we was laughing at Cookie Cookie? <laughs> Remember, and we caught that motherfucker walking down the street looking like the daddy on Roseanne talking about some hey guys and we fell out laughing in their face. Somebody who we used to watch subtweet us and talk shit about us on Twitter and didn't want to speak to us in the middle of the street after we had just finished filming the green experiment and laughing at Cookie Tookie saying one, two, three, get up off them dicks. And then we were we literally were in we were in conversation saying that when this person walked up on us on the sidewalk. I'll never forget it. Asante, this has been a great takeover this week. This is great this is, fucking job. This episode officially became the gift that kept giving. I was not expecting to be laughing this hard. Fran, I am so sorry. I did not mean to leave you in the dark on that last part. Dustin did that. It was not my intention. I have Wait, on the what? No. Adults in my childhood. Like Just my n- friend's parents, we've smoked. In my adulthood, your friends' it's just been, parents. That's so yes. Lit. It's been it, it has been an incredible experience. I'm telling you, like life on ultra boost. Oh, this is a god dream. This is a god dream. <laughs> Wait, hold on. How about I have one last story? Actually, my okay. give it to us. So <laughs> we ain't never ending this episode. My I went to a party and this dude. This is why you gotta be careful. This dude comes with a bowl of brownies. And he and mind mm-hmm. you, it was a regular part house party, so it was nobody was bringing none of that. It was just like people bringing cake, food, you know, like a potluck. There we go. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh, I brought bounties." This dude did not tell us that they were edibles. That's, so that's a crime. That's Ooh. an absolute crime. So everybody. <laughs> Just going to eat brownies because you know how we are. Everyone's just grabbing brownies. Y'all was people tearing grab- them brownies up. Bro, people were grabbing two and three <laughs> on the little dessert plate. All of it. And this is not funny, but it is, but it's not, but it is. Next thing you know, yeah, I, I saw that's one girl. Right there. <laughs> one girl just slowly slid off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> just rolled on the floor on some floor pillows everybody was like whoa <laughs> and i started looking around <laughs> you ever have that moment bitch melt for? where you look around and you're like we are all everybody was yes, moving ma'am. in slow motion i panicked because you know my sweet tooth ass had like three brownies i was like oh <laughs> my god what is about to happen? So me being me, I just call a cab. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Because if I'm about to hit that level of high, I want to be home. I ain't going to do it here. Yeah. <laughs> no, not in a party. And so I saw, you know, a couple other people. I made sure they were good. We had to send that one girl to the, in an ambulance, which is crazy. And then I jumped. <laughs> and I jumped. In the cab, and then I was paranoid because the cab driver kept looking at me through the rear view, and in my head, I thought he could tell how high yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary, though. I hate that kind of shit. Especially like when you're a point. woman at night, you know? So I was praying, and then he was trying to be slick, like, oh, you need me to take you upstairs. I was like, no, I'm, I have family. They, they know I'm on my way up. Like, it's fine. And I barely, I don't even know how I made it to my house, but I was high for, like, five days. I kid you not. Oh, you you still oh, have the num- num- <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's a recipe now. 
<laughs> I mean, you said, oh, five days. Right, I mean, I can, could, I could find it for you. Yeah, you can look it up now. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. We have to finish this segment. Because it's so many. It's so Listen, many. It's endless. Listen, endless. I, I'm so happy that we got to talk about all of the high things. <laughs> I, this was going to be about something different high, but this was my type of high. Well, next and month you have your show prepared. It's literally already said and done and it'll still be relevant. Um, I want to thank you both for your participation. I can't. Damn video. I want to thank all of you out there listening for your, your non-judgment. And if you're judging, then, you know. Then your mama. Your mama. <laughs> if you're judging. How about I mean, that? I, From me to honestly, you. Honestly, you have some introspection heart. that you need to be doing because... I wasn't like a stickler about weed, but like looking back, just when I was no, 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 not at all. But like looking back on uh the Brandy episode, the Moesha episode of where Miles was smoking, (laughs) and then it was like a call the number if someone you know is uh, addicted to marijuana. Like what the hell was that? So those TV shows, the way they would they would reenact like getting high was always fucking comedy. They had me scared to death. Yeah. So this has been great. Thank you all for your participation and your love. And no thank problem. you, New York, for legalizing marijuana. All right. And that's it for the Shout hot button. You, and York. continue to make it hot by burning it up. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Now we can move on to something else that I... Well, something that else that'll keep you well. Friends, well, in this segment... <laughs> Friend, take it away. Let's bring in those wind chimes. So this is going to be short and sweet. Um, But when we were in L.A., we went to the beach and got to chill for Uh a little bit. I know, right? We went super early so we could get that good hard sun. And while Mm. I was there, I had the opportunity to really put that black girl sunscreen that I've mentioned as a black business, I think, maybe last Mm -hmm. year. Obviously, we ain't go nowhere. I hadn't had an opportunity to really put it to the test. I just wanted to highlight them because I was a fan of what they were doing. But I actually brought it with me, and we were all able to use it, Crystal, Jade, um, and our friend Nikki. And it just felt so bomb because I was happy that something that I amplified was actually really, really dope for us because... Uh, most of the times people don't want to use sunscreen at the beach because it leaves that white cast on your face that it's hard to look sexy (laughs) in your swimsuit, hanging with people when you got all this, you know, pasty face and body. It just doesn't like you use that that, uh, black China bleaching cream. (laughs) It's just, you know, I get why (laughs) most people just don't fuck with it because it's just not normally a good look. Um, but black girl sunscreen, right. what I love is that they have great ingredients like <laughs> avocado and jojoba, which for me, when I used to be on YouTube and I would teach about the oil cleansing method on your skin, those were the oils that I always gravitated to. So the fact that it's already in the sunscreen says a lot because it's just really good for your skin. Like I said, no white cast. What I really love is I love to look dewy. It's just the island girl in me. I love my skin to just look really 
glowy and dewy like I just got out of the ocean. I know that's not everyone's jam, but I love that they have two different types. They have the dewy one, which is just the regular SPF. And then they have a matte. What is actually, let me get the name. It's called Make It Matte, and it's an SPF 45. And that's for people that prefer to look a little mm. more, you know, I'm trying to think. Of, I was going to say a little more dried out, but that's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, you don't want to look more of, a, more of a powder finish. Yeah. yeah. Right. A powder. Thank you, Dustin. Not everyone wants mm -hmm. to look oily. So they have that. And then they also have the SPF 50 for kids now, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And when I went on their site, they even have apparel now. And they had a, a jog, um, a sweatsuit, excuse me, that I was actually really fucking fly. It says Women of the Sun. And it's kind of like this, uh, like a amber and black tie-dye i don't know how else to put it but it's fly i was like am i about to get some black girl sunscreen merch because <laughs> that's cute yeah as hell. sounds hot right, right? super cute cruel. um but outside of that because we love merch women um, of I the just... sun damn it <laughs> and now that it's nice out <laughs> <laughs> women of the sun i can't now that it's beautiful out <laughs> i actually went dustin is over here kicking his legs up in the air <laughs> I just I I kept women of the sun and then y'all just pointed it at the sun. Women of the sun. Y'all. Wow. We are putting this on Patreon. That's for them. That's for them. You know, but now that it's nice outside, please put on sunscreen. I know a lot of us, especially, we think we don't it's need even it. funnier after I read it on the website. <laughs> but I've seen before and afters of people who didn't use it and as they age their skin just they did not awful. hold up well that whole black don't crack thing is a myth <laughs> please <laughs> myth. take care of your skin that's the rule that they forget to mention in that saying so you seen jaheem <laughs> <laughs> you seen how jaheem looked lately? i have not that's it. he I literally looks like a fronto <laughs> When you see Jaheem, wait till you see how Jaheem looks president. You know he was a Trump supporter. And oh. so all that just came out, it was like riding. Like came out in his pores. dry riding before our eyes, yes. <laughs> and with that being said, while you're out and about getting some sun, mm -hmm. consider Ooh. black girl sunscreen. And I know, fellas, you're like, well, I can't use it. Yes, you can. If you go on the website, there's literally a black man right on the top banner who's using it as well. That's just the title they chose. Uh, not the title. That's the branding they chose because it's something that they felt was important to them and it's created by a black woman. They wanted black women to have uh, sunscreen that catered to their melanin. So, fellas, right. don't be weird about It'll it. Grow up. Yeah. Grow up and grab you some. And I just wanted to bring that back into your awareness for those who may have forgotten or for those who are new listeners uh, that it is available at Target. And if you want to go, maybe you don't have a Target nearby, you can also grab that at blackgirlsunscreen.com right now. So that's it. Just want to throw that out there. I went biking this morning. I went from my house. I rode maybe like 40 minutes, chilled in the mm. park a little bit, just needed some air, some oxygen. It's so beautiful out today. I was like, I got to take yes. advantage, you know, and I put on my little sunscreen, came back looking all tan and beautiful and just wanted to, it kind of reminded me like, you know what? I'm sure there are people looking for SPFs that won't have them out here looking crazy. So wanted to put you that know, back um, into your awareness. 
you remember mm-hmm. back, I think, before, maybe when you shouted them out, they had sent us some. So after yes. Sean, so after Sean had been on the show, you know, I found my little bottle, okay? So I was like, well, if I'm going to be going out here with these oils on my face, I need to put the sunscreen on. <laughs> so when I found it, I was like, if it, first of all, it felt like I found gold because of the packaging. Like, I just love how so it's in that pretty, bomb. Right? Like, like royal luxe like black bottle with the yes. gold details so shout out to black girl sunscreen love and that. i like how you look like when i was at the beach in la i just looked really cute you know because it's it mm-hmm. has that like it makes you look supple i know yes. most people hate that word but it just made you look supple and pretty and because everyone else had the white cast you just stand out looking fly so <laughs> hello hello and normal so go ahead and grab you some and that's it for this week's wellness segment Back to you, Asante Smith, Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week? All right. All right. A lot has happened in music, but I feel like I have been talking so much. So I honestly just want to do the listens lately because I have a few listens of my own. But before I get to myself, I want to know what you've been listening to. I just wanted to be clear that we're just going to be doing the listens today because I'm tired of talking. And plus, I feel like I got a lot of stuff to play. So, Fran, you know, I always got to start with you. What have you been listening to? Whether it's been on the beach, traveling to or from, or whether it was bike riding this morning. What you, what you been popping? What you been playing? Um, I can't say that I've been listening to anything specific. Um, But what I will say, because we just were blasting that Chase B song all last week. Um, but I, you know who I've started paying more attention to? Like I, I heard the name, I know you've mentioned her, but it just didn't really click. And then I heard her singing while I was in LA and I was like, you know what? I need to sit with this girl's project. Tiana major nine. Yes. I feel like that's just an artist that has such a great sound, such good music I first heard her when she was on the Queen and Slim soundtrack where she did that record called Collide with Earth Gang. Yes, yes, Such yes, a beautiful yes, song. Yes, yes. I remember when we went to the Queen and Slim uh, screening or a premiere, was it? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. all went and the, the, I think it was the song they played at the end, maybe? Well, they played it. It wasn't. It was during the film because remember at the end that was that Lauren Hill Lauren song. Hill. Oh, okay. That's why it was at the end because she was running late. I was trying to remember. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> But they played this right at some point, yeah, and I remember it. we had a note, we made note of it. Yes, yeah. all of us literally looked at each other like, "What is this song?" And I love when songs make you feel like I need to know who this is right now. So, I she, I don't even know what song it was that played while I was in LA, but her voice caught me again, and that's when I was like, "It's time to sit with this Tiana Major Nine, um, and look at her. She's just." A cutie patootie. She has a lot of songs out. She already has 1.9 million listeners on Spotify, so I'm late. But that's who I've been kind of sitting with and just wanted to throw that out there for anyone who was looking for a new artist to support. Dope. Yeah. Dustin Ross, what you got? What you been listening to? All right, this song is Lil Scrappy and Tom G. It's called Georgia, Florida. Florida nigga, Georgia nigga, Florida nigga, yeah, scribe it up, Tony, yeah, Florida nigga, Georgia nigga, Florida nigga, Georgia nigga, down by 
Cause you a pussy or a soldier, nigga, trap scroll, same thing. Street shit, gang, gang. Real niggas make the world smile. We on the same thing. Florida nigga, Georgia nigga, Florida nigga, Georgia nigga. Down by the law, is you a pussy or a soldier, nigga, trap scroll, same thing. Street shit, gang, gang. Real niggas make the world smile. We on the same thing. Back in 12, bitch, I can't let them get me. Big bands got them stuck in my dickies. Never lag, bitch, I stay with a blicky. Fuck nigga, wanna put a summer heats up that's hot ramp up that just gets me in the mood to get it going this is gonna Shoot, be a, this man. is gonna be this is gonna be a, a get amped up party week okay because my birthday saturday fuck that so the next song is called <laughs> camelot by nle chopper who i'm really mm, impressed yes. with his music camelot hell yeah yeah Huh, 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 I ain't gon' say too much When a nigga speaking on that hot shit Fuck the police, cause them bitches ain't gon' stop shit Opposition's mad, if they play, they get in pop quick Flies nigga in the gang, yeah, I'm a cop Put it on Camelot, with a hundred something shots I be swimming with the sharks, little nigga, you a lobster Bullies heat a nigga up, like he eating on some pasta And shout out to Keith, then I keep me My nigga tapping out the band, ho Shout out to the Migos If a nigga knock roll, shoot him through the the top always open, bitch. We ain't never close. We moving them packs and we moving them keys. Step one, step two, do my dance in this bitch. Got a hundred some drums like a band in this bitch. Might she keep on bitching. All that nag in this shit. Ho, shut the fuck up and just gag on this bitch. I'm a side nigga and I love when she swallow. If a nigga say something, hit him with a hollow. Yeah, shout out to NLE Chopper. He actually makes really good music. Um, and the last song, right? The last, well, I was just saying I like his music. I didn't mean to say he was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I was just coming on his music. My bad, dog. Uh, I don't even look at you like that. This next song is just so we clear, Chopper. I don't even look at you like that, my nigga. So here we go. The next, the next one is, <laughs> the next one is oh, Go Stupid by Polo G and Stunner for Vegas and NLE Chopper. And yeah, Stunner for Vegas. Gang, gang. Till I got out of class, you stare at the clock and shit. Before all this rap shit, I was gang banging and doing ass beats on the cops and shit. And I'm straight from the shop, but I ball like a king up in Cali and shoot like Stoyakovic. Keep applying that pressure, I go on the run, it ain't no letting up, ain't no stopping this. Had to tell my little brother to chill, gotta stay in the house, come outside, he be popping shit. You ain't heard about us, well, you need to go watch the news, niggas know we be dropping shit. Got the fans on my ass in the hood, cause they think I'm the one who been buying them blocks and shit. I'm just focused on music, they say my last tape was a classic, but I got some harder shit. Harder Might be shit. rocking the show, or if I'm not up in the studio, I'm fucking this cash off. Don't you know, pull G skinny tall with the dress, a nigga be rapping his ass off. Yeah, I heard she got surgery, still wanna clap from the back just to see if her ass off. Go like hard with rocks, we blast off. Tried to throw us some bullets, but we made them fumble. Like, no, you ain't getting that pass off. Bring the block now, I'm taking my mask off. Hit the gas like you race the speed off and them You ain't heard about us? Well, you, you need to go watch on the news because you know we'll be dropping shit. This, so, y'all already know what kind of space I'm in. These are summertime vibes. Hell yeah. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Y'all know that song? Space <laughs> is gonna no. blow your mind by DJ Uncle Al. <laughs> Those people that know it, y'all gonna be dying when I just did that. Wow. Oh wait, before we move on, I want to shout out uh, my. On. I have two friends. Huh? No, I mean move on from the listen lately's. No, no go ahead. Uh, my friend, my friend Chris Annabelle and Op Miller, they have this dope ass DJ crew called Afrokinetic. 
It's spelled A F right A F R O K I N E T I C. That's the Instagram, and they have a Twitch channel. And every Saturday, they just DJ for like five hours. And let me tell you, it is so damn fun. One day, Jade and I, she was at her house and I was at mine. (laughs) And we logged on and we're on FaceTime just having a blast. Just at home, drinking wine, dancing for hours. It's the type of party. uh, It just kind of gives you that throwback New York feel when clubs are really lit in New York. And it's nice to kind of be able to do that in your house they really know how to dj so well like the sets are crazy so once again it's afrokinetic a-f-r-o-k-i-n-e-t-i-c um they're having one this saturday april 10th 7 p.m est until late it don't even say when it ends because they just be vibing out shout out to chris annabelle and op um i'll be there Cause I'm always there, oh. <laughs> not at the actual DJ with them, but right, I'll be right. in my house. Yeah. So logged in, <laughs> logged in. Virtually, I got you. You know, so come join me, have a blast. It's good too for your body to get up and just move and dance. I know a lot of people have been feeling kind of stagnant, um, so that's a cool way to have some fun, get some cardio in too with your loved ones or by yourself. Sometimes they'll show people dancing, like if you want to make your camera, turn your camera on and people be having a blast. Okay. Dancing, sweating with their families, with little kids by themselves. So definitely come check it out and join in the energy. That's it. Just want to put that out there. All right. Well, Dustin Ross, you listening to anything else? Mm-mm. I only give y'all three. I mean, I am, but I'm only giving y'all three. That's enough. I don't want to overwhelm everybody. Well, I this music have... got a lot of cussing in it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to Amorphous. He just put out hey. another mix. Hey. Uh, Bree Runway, someone that I've been talking about for a minute. She just put out a, a new song called Hot Hot, which is the shit. And Amorphous put out a remix with featuring Rihanna. If it's loving that you want, it's a mashup. It's the Shiz Naive. Check it out on YouTube. Check out Amorphous's YouTube channel for Amorphous Mixes. I just wanted to play a snippet of this because when I first heard it and saw the clip on uh, Twitter, I was like, damn, the nigga does it again. So here we are. This is If It's Hot Hot That You Want. You ain't gotta like me, don't lie, baby. Tell the truth, think of you. I want highlights on me, what you see is so incredible. Think of you, what, what, I could put a rate on it, boy. You know what's up to me, think of you. I, I, what I think about you. If it's something that you want, you should make me your girl, your girl. If it's something that you need, baby, come and share my world. So that was just a small snippet. I just stopped it where it got to Rihanna just because, you know, you get it. Um, the original actually samples uh, Busta Rhymes, Touch It. So it was nice to hear that little mix up with Rihanna. That was dope. I want you to go listen to the full thing because I want you to go support Amorphous' YouTube channel because, you know, we have to keep supporting the little homie. Outside of that, I want to very quickly point your attention to 24K Golden. Uh, this was an artist that I mentioned before. He was on a... Uh, the X double XL freshman, he was rapping, doing that whole thing. The nigga's dope. He just put out a project called El Dorado. It's super hot. Um, he has a song featuring Future called Company. And I want to play a snippet of Company. And I'm going to play it from here. I'm sorry. I just want to pick a specific place because a lot of people that listen be feeling like they did and they can only listen to a certain part anyway. So here's a certain part. 
fighting, we bang it out. I get it lit, I get it hot. Just ask the real niggas on my block. She wanna dance, well, I got the moves. I'm looking like Michael Jackson in his shoes. I got a couple hoes I've been loving on, but that shit don't mean none to me. I got a couple blunts I've been rolling up just to keep me some company. I get it lit, I get it hot. Just ask the real niggas on my block. She wanna dance, well, I got the moves. I'm looking like Michael Jackson in his shoes. I got a couple hoes I've been loving on, but that shit don't mean none to me. I got a couple blunts, I've been rolling up just to keep me some company. Price for the bitch for the thrill. I fuck bitches on me and all the work for bills. I get it popping by all in the means. I hold up my wrist, that's a bigger machine. Ain't having issues looking for the chin. You fucking King Pluto, you get what you dreaming. My put my talk, got me splashing cooking. Swap about your wardrobe, you fucking the king. So, future make everything good. I don't care what nobody say. That's why that baby recognized him at that wedding that time. Y'all seen that video? Yeah. At that, that wedding, that baby recognized Future because he's that good of an artist. <laughs> so, well, Future delivers as per usual, but 24K Golden, he's someone that's still, I'd say still fairly new. He's, I think this is, might be his second project, but he's doing some shit. He's got some really cool sounds going for him, and I'm just really excited to see what he has going on in the future. So shout out to him, and shout out to, of course, Future on that track for that feature. Um, the last artist I want to talk about, I'm, I've talked about this artist and this song actually before, but they just put out a remix. So I'm going to talk about them again because they put out a remix, so we're going to talk about them again. So the uh, artist is Sebastian Michael. He put out a remix to a, a record he put out called Time, which he dropped on I See You, You See Me, I believe. I don't remember if it was part one or two. It was on part two. I See You, You See Me, part two. So that was back in 2019. So now fast forward to 2021. There is a remix featuring Kirby. Now, oh, Kirby, Kirby, we've talked about her on the floor. The Kirby, uh, the cartoon? No, Kirby, the fly-ass singer. Oh, I Th- thought you thank meant you. Kirby. The, I thought y'all know what Kirby I thought y'all meant. The one that'd be mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Okay. I, I I know I'm the gamer and all, so you expected me to be talking about. Uh, no, I really, honestly, all, I know I'll be joking like that a lot, but I really was like Kirby. Like they did they sample the video game or something? I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. Okay. Go. Ahead. Kirby started making music. <laughs> now, so Sebastian Michael he put out uh, he has re released his record Time, which is a really really dope record. There was a dope visual out for it before, and now he's giving you the record again with the new visual. I definitely say go check it out if you hadn't before because the song still knocks and Kirby is a great addition to it so this is time i chose a little snippet here to to play here we are time the remix So that was Kirby on there, like just sliding, slipping and sliding. It was super dope. Um, so that was Sebastian Michael featuring Kirby with the Time Remix. And that was the last of the things that I've been listening to lately. I had a couple other songs that I wanted to. I was depending on where I was going to play them, but 
I've talked enough this episode. You've had enough. So now we are going to move on to TV land because Dustin Ross, I would like to know what you've been watching. Tell the people, please. We just have a couple of housekeeping, housekeeping, excuse me. I said housekeeping like it was Annalise's crib. No, (laughs) we have a couple of housekeeping items that need our attention. Uh, First up, if you are a fan of the typical drama stylings of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, but you've been let down by the new girls and what seems a little bit surface and superficial, you're in luck. Because this week on this episode, we got a classic throwdown in the showdown at the hoedown style fight between Marlo Hampton and Portia Williams, two, um, uh, you know, worthy opponents, both of them, in a battle of that style. And for added bonus, it took place at dinner in front of Big Frida, okay? What? Kenya Moore was involved. It was great. If you want the organic, real shit, the real conflicts, because our friendship has hit a crossroads because of something you've done, not the new petty shit that was getting on everybody's nerves, watch last week's episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and we'll talk about it again soon. Uh, beyond that, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, is coming up, the induction ceremony. There are several people on this list who require our votes, and you can vote once a day from as many different email addresses as you register. But I just want to go over who is up, who the nominees are, so you guys can know why we need to vote for them. You have the Go-Go's, the Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, Carol King, LL Cool J, the New York Dolls, Todd Rundgren, Fela Kuti, Jay-Z, Rage Against the Machine, Kate Bush, Devo, Dionne Warwick, Tina Turner, Mary J. Blige hey. and Shaka Khan. So there are quite a few names on that list. Now, I ain't going to tell you who to vote for. Mary J. Blige, Shaka Khan, Tina Turner, Dionne Warwick, Jay-Z, <laughs> Fela Kuti, LL Cool J. But I would suggest that you go through the list and vote because your favorites need the help. You can vote until May 7th. So go to vote.rockhall.com and get a piece of the action. You know, our vote counts... So often we get uh, disappointed in these award show nominations and, and the people that win these awards. We now have an opportunity to rock the vote and get the people into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that deserve it and that we want. And once again, those people are Shaka Khan, Mary J. Blige, Tina Turner, Dionne Warwick, Jay-Z, Fela Kuti, LL Cool J. Thank you. That's it for this week's TV Land. Oh, and that means that that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget, if you've made it to the end, don't forget to sign up for our Patreon that is live as we speak. Patreon.com slash The Friend Zone Podcast. We will see you there. And that's it for this week's episode. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.